This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, so it's me again. Good morning, everyone. This is my third year in a row speaking at Rabbi Yossi's house, which means I have a chazaka of sorts, which makes me feel very good. Because that means amuchzak uh, as a friend of Rabbi Yossi Brachfeld. So who better to have as a friend than Rabbi Yossi, someone who year after year he opens up his home to be mechazek, to sustain the movement of the G'dayle Yisrael, someone who never made a move himself without consulting the G'dayle Yisrael. People say he would give the shirt off his back. I could tell you he would give the hat off of his head. <laughs> to me, at least. So he should be zaycha, together with his rabbitson and his whole family. This home should always be pasuach l'ravacha, for anyanit tzedakah v'chesed, hachzakas hatayra. And I'm honored to have a chazaka with this organization that's really the right hand of the G'dayla Yisrael. Rishus Rav Klugman, Rav Avram, the Hanhal of Levla Achim, Rabbi Carmel, Yedidi Rav Yanki Aram, and Rav Nacham Beretzky. And thank you. I want to share with you a story. Not every Rav can get up and be a fundraiser. It's a very difficult thing. Most of them can't. Most of them can't. It's a very hard thing to be a fundraiser. Actually, the story goes that somebody once came to speak with Chazanish. And he brings his kid with him. The kid's sitting at the table and uh, there's a coin on the table. The kid picks up the coin. Next thing he knows, the kid's looking at the coin. The coin is in the kid's mouth. The kid swallows the coin. Everybody's in a panic, call Hatzalah. Chazanish says, relax. Chazanish says, call the Panovich Arav. Panovich, what, he's EMS? Nah, he could get money out of anybody. <laughs> I want to share with you a story. I never said the story Barabim. I, w- I was afraid to say the story. And I'm not going to even say it in all of its glory. If you want to know all the details, can't do it on camera. I'm going to understate it. Okay, we'll put it like that. The story was set over by Reb Lezer Levine, the father of the Talzer Rashiva of Reb Chaim Levine. He was a Talmud in Radin by the Chavetz Chaim. It happened on Etzayim Gedalia. So, the Chavetz Chaim was, uh, was not the Rosh Hashiva. Chavetz Chaim had no position in the Yeshiva. All he did was he founded the Yeshiva. And he would come every morning to Davin Shachris in the Yeshiva. And it was Soim Gedalia, and after Shachris, the Chavetz Chaim gets up to the podium. He says, Rabbi I have to make an announcement. It's come to my attention that there's a village a few miles from here, that the mikvah has fallen into disuse, it's not even kosher anymore, it needs to be renovated, it needs to be refurbished. Maybe one of you Bachrim wants to volunteer. You'll go to the village, you'll daven Yom Kippur with the townspeople, You'll speak to them about the importance of mikvah, and maybe it could be payal. Chavetz Chaim sits down, he goes back to his Gemara, he's learning the Gemara that the Yeshiva is learning, a Talmud comes over to Chavetz Chaim. This is what Reb Lezer Levine said he saw with his own eyes. The Talmud goes over to the Chavetz Chaim to speak and learning with the Saba Kadisha. So they're talking and learning, they're talking about a toysis. After 10 minutes talking to the Chavetz Chaim, the Bachar walks away. Chavetz Chaim grabs the bachar. He said, you know, I made an appeal. He said, would maybe you want to volunteer to Davin Yom Kippur in this village and maybe talk to them about the Indian of a mikvah? So the bachar said, you know, to leave the yeshiva on Yom Kippur, I'm going to give up 
the yeshiva on Yom Kippur, to daven with the Chafetz Chaim, to daven with the Talmidim. I can't give up my Ruchnius. In other words, the Talmud politely refused the Chafetz Chaim. And I'm understating what the Chafetz Chaim said. And you'll be maskim, the Chafetz Chaim was careful with every word he said. You'll be maskim to that. The story goes that Chafetz Chaim once called over a Talmud. He said, come here, come here. You know, the Talmud gets a... What what does the Rebbe want? Come close. You know, he's sittering. What does the Chafetz Chaim want? He says, look into my mouth. (laughs) Talmud thought he was going to faint. Look into the mouth of Chafetz Chaim. He says, get closer. He says, count my teeth. The Talmud thought he was going to die. Gonna, you know, look into the mouth of the Chavetz the Helig of Chavetz Chaim's mouth. He opens up the mouth of the Chavetz Chaim and he counted 32 perfectly set, white, pristine teeth. Chavetz Chaim was over 80 years old. Chavetz Chaim said, my whole life I guarded my mouth, so the Rebunisham guarded my mouth. So if the Chavetz Chaim had something critical to say, it was Becheshvain Ayamanayra. When the Talmud refused the Chavetz Chaim, the Chavetz Chaim turned to the side, and I'm understating what he did. He went, Pew! to your Toysvis. That's your Toysvis? Your Toysvis is for you? You're going to sit and learn in the Yeshiva? But when there's an opportunity to be Mazakis Harabim, no, you need to daven in the Yeshiva. Fui to your Toysvis, said the Chavetz Chaim. And I'm understating it. And in stories in print, if you want to see the full version. So let's try to be Mazber. I mean, the Talmud is giving up, davening in the yeshiva on Yom HaKippurim, on the holiest day of the year, he should go to some forsaken boondocks to teach the oilam about the importance of a mikvah. Kemad every year on Yom HaKippurim. Reb Chaim Shmulevitz would say at Kol Nidre. The Talmudim count, he said it at least five times. He said, if you didn't this year lose a night of sleep of what's going on with your brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael, then what are you doing in the yeshiva on Yom HaKippurim? You're clapping your heart, but you don't have a heart. What are you clapping your heart for? Where is your heart? You know, the Chafetz Chaim wrote 117 years ago. He wrote a sefer called Chaim Hadas. In the Hakdama to Chaim Hadas, I didn't even know this existed. There's a little country called Chizuk Hadas. Chafetz Chaim writes about the rapid decline of religious observance in Europe what he calls spiritual fires that are spreading, flagrant depravities, and he called upon every religious Jew to do whatever it takes to bring back whoever they can. Now friends, maybe 10, 20 years ago we would say, you know, Habrachmanus on your brothers and sisters, you know, without Torah, a Yid without Torah, maybe there'll be a Ganav, maybe there'll be a Roitzeach, Rabbi Yisai, today, Habrachmanus, a yid today without Torah, is Bechezkas to be involved in such depravity without getting into detail. They don't even know what their identity is in it anymore. What's a yid today without Torah? But sometimes we make a mistake. We think the left, they're too far gone. Today, you, you can't reach them. Rav Noach Weinberg would tell over the story, and I'll tell you why I'm mentioning him here, that a Talmud, Haridi Talmud, his mother was going in for an operation, and he was standing outside the operation theater, he was saying to Hillam, 
And next door, next to this Talmud was an old, you know, gruff kibbutznik. And he t- turns to this Haredi Talmud and says, what are you saying? What are you mumbling? What are you mumbling? This is why we build the state? To bring all the superstition from Europe? What, what are you mumbling? He says, I'm, I'm davening. No, the Talmud wasn't phased. He says, what are you doing here? Me? I came to collect the body of my son. The doctors gave up hope on him. They said he has no chance. So I'm here basically to collect his body. So the Talmud says, maybe you want to say Tehillim with me? Oh, it's nonsense. A few minutes later, the doctor comes running out of the operating room. He's beaming. He turns to the kibbutznik. Your son, you wouldn't believe it. We did a speculative surgery. Your son's alive. He's going to survive. On the spot, the man said, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. The Pintaliyid is still there. With all the covering, and all the concealment, and all the denial, Rav Noach said, you know why that man started up with you? Because he wanted to say Tehillim, but he didn't know how. So Rav Noach would go to Lakewood. And he would talk to them about supporting Kirov. <coughs> so there was a younger man who hit it big, he was a millionaire. And Rav Noach hit him up for a donation. So the younger man said, yeah, yeah, Kirov, uh, you know, but... I support Tyra. But the younger man said, but if you somehow could get my sister-in-law to come back, I'll give you $18,000. But Mark said, I thought you support Tyra. He said, yeah, of course I support Tyra. But that's mishpacha. But Mark said, that's the point. That's the point. That's where mishpacha. And if it's mishpacha, it has kadima over everything. And if you want to know why I'm mentioning Rav Naich Weinberg, because if you want to know who learned with Ori Zohar, it was Rav Naich Weinberg. And when Rav, Noach Wein- when Rav Ori Zohar had his boy, and he made a bris, it was in Rav Naich Weinberg's yeshiva. And through Ori Zohar's connections, Rav Naich Weinberg was able to secure the location opposite the Kaisal Hamaravi. So usually when you give a drasha, maybe you say some Devei Torah, some Lamdos, and then at the end, you hit him with the story. We're going to flip it around. I'm going to end with alumnus, okay? Because I'm already back for the third year, so you're stuck with me. So we could end with alumnus. This is alumnus of Rav Gershon Edelstein, Zechetzak Levracha. I was nispoil. It's a Gemara I'm familiar with. I'm sure you're all familiar with. It had such a hisoyerus from this Ha'ara on the Gemara. There's a famous Gemara in Balmetzia. Rabbi Chanina and Rabbi Chia would fight Binyane Halacha. Who's right? And Rabbi Chanina would say, Bahadi Didi, come in, sis, you're fighting with me. Come on, Rabbi Chia, you know, you're a nice Rabbi, but I'm a bigger Lamdan. I'm a bigger Lamdan. I say a higher shir. I, could, I have better Hasbara. I could say a better Pilpa. I could say a better Chakira. If the Torah would ever be forgotten, I would restore the Torah for my Pilpa. The Gemara says in Temura, now when Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, Asniel ben Kanaz restored 3,000 halachas that were forgotten. So that was the argument of Rabbi Chanina. The halacha should be according to me. Rabbi Chia turns to Rabbi Chanina, he says, Bahadi didi kaminsis, avidna doloy I would make sure the Torah would never be forgotten. What would I do? Okay, I would take five boys, I would teach each one, Bereshus, Shemais, Vayikra, Vamidvar, Dvarim. Ruvain, you learn Bereshus, teach everybody else. Shimon, you learn Shemois, teach everybody else. I would take six boys. 
I'll teach them Zroam, Moi, Nashim, Azigim, Kachim, Tarois. Ruvain, you teach Zroam. Shimon, you teach Kachim. What's the conclusion of the Gemara? Who do we Paskin like? Rabchia or Rabbi Chania? So everyone would say, Oh, Gedoy Lamasechia. That's not a Psak. That's just he did good outreach work. But it doesn't mean the halacha is like him. Would anybody say the halacha is like somebody who's makarev more people? So the Gemara does not come out with a clear conclusion. It says Rav Gershon, you have to look a few lines later. Amar Rav Zera, Emesh Nirali Rav Yosi Rabbi Chanina. Rav Zera said I had a dream last night. Rav Yosi Rav Chanina, the God other appeared to me. I said to him, takua, who are you learning by in Olam Abba? said, me, by Rabbi Yochanan. Yeah, and who does Rabbi Yochanan learn by? Rabbi Yochanan learns by Rabbi, Rabbi Anai. And Rabbi Anai, by Rabbi Chanina. And Rabbi Chanina, he learns by Rabbi Chia. Says Rabbi Gershon, you see from this Gemara, then the Masifta de Rakia, Halacha Chia. I don't understand that, Rabbi Gershon. But Rabbi Chanina was a bigger Lamdan. He could say a better shir. He had better Havana. He had better Hasbara. He was greater in Torah. And the Masifta Durakiva in Gemara Babasra says, we don't follow not Zikna, not Protexia. In Masifta Durakiva, it's only godless Batayra. Zemin Dufun says Rav Gershon that the Maila in Gan Eden, the Maila, how Hashem looks at a person more than their Torah is their Chelek in Zikoi Harabim. The Iker Madregas HaAdam is what chelek do you have in Zikoy Harabim? Not how much do you learn, not how many Toysesin you learn, not how much are you supporting Torah, how much of a chelek do you have in Zikoy Harabim? That's your Madrega Be'enei HaKadosh Baruch Says Rav Gershon Edoshin. Levracha. So today is a very important morning in your life. Today is the most important opportunity maybe you'll ever have. How the Rebbe Hashem reckons us ba'olam haza uva'olam haba. Should be zoicha to take advantage of this very special opportunity. We should always be mimazike harabim, mikadosh barabim. Thank you for coming. Rachavatzacha. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.